space. We'll do it live. It. Do it live. Don't write it. We'll do it live. What do we have here? What is this? The handsome content. Look at us. Who would have thought? Not me. Who's with me? Let's go. Come on. The Silver and Brown Show. 97.7 Hits FM. Good morning. Party people, how the heck you doing? Happy Monday to you and yours. And happy Monday to you, Carl freaking Brown. We're live, pal. Oh, man. <laughs> it has been a long time. It has been a minute. Truly. I had that, like, deep within my diaphragm ready to go this morning. <laughs> It's like stretching it out. It's like, I haven't done this in weeks. I've been sitting up here like I'm two coffees in at like 10 after 5. My notes are ready. Text box is updated. Holy. Checked all our Facebook notifications. Got the email cleaned out. I have like 20 minutes to kill. Ready to I, go. I was actually a little afraid I was going to screw up the like intro, right? Like voice <laughs> crack gonna, or whatever. Are you going to play the wrong thing or something? Uh, well, yeah, I was more afraid of the voice crack. Oh, uh, yeah. Right? Like 12 days away and like, oh, morning. But oh, God. Good already, morning. I've already screwed it up over here. Uh, good morning, Carl. How you doing over there, buddy? I'm doing great, man. Yeah? Absolutely great. Up in the uh, spare bedroom. Yeah, with I the, am. June 30th was the last show we did. at a. Feels like a long time. Like well, I, feel, I feel rusty right now. It, like I got to shake it off. We, I forget what it was. It was one of the long weekends. We were talking about how, oh man, it was a non-veteran move because we didn't take the Friday off to coincide with the Monday. Yeah. Well, this time we made up for it because <laughs> the the, well, stat, the stat the stat was on the Thursday. Yeah. So we took the Friday, and then we took the following week. Yeah. That, well. <laughs> I mean, that's just smart though. It was great, actually. Yeah, looking ahead at the calendar, once in a while, you and I do plan things. As technically, we had twelve days off. But we only use six vacation days. Like, Oof, look at that. That's like, that's a, yeah. mm. let's, let's get the claps in for that. You know what that's I mean? Veteran maneuver. <laughs> Big time. Big veteran time. Veteran maneuver. Uh, all right. We've got, uh, we got a packed show lined up, obviously. We'll recap mm-hmm. some of the stuff that uh, happened during vacation. Uh, a lot of text messages already coming in asking about uh, if you're going to be going on a date with my dog. Um, <laughs> <laughs> if you follow us on on social media, Instagram yeah. or Facebook, you'll you'll have an idea of what that's all about. I got some fast reviews coming your way this morning. So uh, you did? Did you end up finishing? I I've I've completed at least up to the uh, current Fast Nine. I've I've watched through uh, all the Fast and the Furious films. Oh, I, I finished it during my my time off. That is, you had homework. Uh, we do need to talk about Harmonica Gate. I uh, don't don't give anything away right now, Carl. Yeah, we've got a huge prize giveaway today with uh, No Regrets from Ace and Sword yeah. Tattoo Parlor. That's going to be coming up. We've got uh, uh, some tickets for the uh, Hits FM Presents Bar Down Beer Fest at Taps Brewhouse in Niagara coming up in September. We've got stuff, man. I was just going to say, I was like, where's my phone? I have notes here. I put them somewhere. <laughs> I, I, I was just r- randomly um, you know, writing stuff down mm-hmm. throughout the uh, um, throughout the vacation. I do. We have to talk. You know, I think you would have forgot about this too. Yeah, we got to talk about the littlest hobo theme. 
Oh my God! Do you remember this? About the, we talked about this on the Wednesday. It was on the thirtieth. You got a message from yeah, yeah. We yeah. we do have to talk about this. Big, I've got big an, moment. I've got an auction. I want to talk to you about. I got a million things. I want you to just blow out six or seven songs. Yeah, I want to talk. Yeah, they've had enough things. music. Hits Nation's yeah. had enough music. <laughs> Not enough Soper and Brown, frankly. All right. Uh, okay, let's kick takes. this show off. You got takes? I got takes, baby. We got to talk about Conor McGregor's leg? Holy hell, what are we even playing music for? Why even play music today? Roll one. Get a banger out of the way Okay, yeah, yeah. Let's kick the show off with Rage Against the Machine. Soper and Brown Show. Good morning, party people. Let's go. 97.7. It's FM. It's the Soper and Brown Show. Before we uh, get going with our dink of the day, there's... Bunch of text messages coming in saying there's a fire downtown St. Catharines. Yeah, like three plus text messages. I got one from a, I got one from a texter who said I'm on the Garden City Skyway, and it looks like there's a fire somewhere near the White House of Rock. Can you guys confirm? Another text said something on fire downtown. Obviously, uh, we can't see visibly what is uh what is burning what? but we're getting enough text message that something's happening downtown yeah at least out of where the studio windows are because the the studio windows just look yeah. out to the bridge they face towards the bridge yeah. yeah so you can't see anything from there and if you went out in the parking lot you're not going to see are much we either, on so. fire i don't think it's i mean you would know uh, you i now. feel like i would mm. <laughs> if all of a sudden there's an ex- is Tim there this morning? Is Tim back from vacation? Yeah, he's currently talking on his show. Tim would know. Yeah, so <laughs> if there's like an extended period where we're just not on air anymore, mm-hmm. then maybe we had to evacuate the building. <laughs> <laughs> it's possible. I'm going to leave your mic on, Carl, so that at least you can, and I'll, I'll drive over to your house. Yeah, there you go. And we can at least That's a uh, change. Yeah, do the show. <laughs> we can share one microphone. Oh, cute. <laughs> All right. Well, uh, we'll try and get some updates on that fire. Let's get going with our dink of the day. I fresh off a little vacay. I made note of this story a few days ago. A lot of contenders. Oh man, I've got so, I've got enough for the whole week. Pal. When you're off air for ten plus days and <laughs> keeping an eye on Twitter, you can go. Uh, most English soccer fans on social media yesterday would qualify. Yeah, they did not handle that well, did they? Predictable, man. Massachusetts. Okay. Let's go hang out in Massachusetts. Where a, uh, a woman stole a truck, uh, basically right in front of a guy's eyes. Mm-hmm. Um, he went into a store, I guess, as soon as he went in. She jumped in, hot-wired the car, and took off right as he was walking out. Bam, takes off. Now, okay. apparently he has a GPS tracker on his truck at all moments. Smart. So that's good. He was able to provide the police with uh, you know an account of exactly where the car was. Mm-hmm. So police approach the woman after she has stopped. That's when she takes off. Okay, now we got a police chase, Carl. All right. You absolutely love to see it, as long as nobody gets seriously hurt. Police chases can be pretty entertaining to watch. Uh, She takes off. Cops, boom, going after her. Evasion's all over the place. Turns out there's now heavy traffic. So, bam, she turns around. She's now going against the flow of traffic. She's, Ooh. you know, on the other side of the highway. That's when it gets risky. Yeah, for sure. Now, I can confirm nobody else was hurt during this altercation. Okay, so we can all laugh about yeah. this then. So, she drives in the grass. She eventually ends up evading police and kind of getting away before they finally catch up to her. It's at this point where she does something weird. And maybe you... Maybe you can try to get into her mind here for a second to try to figure out exactly why she did what she did. 
Because she got herself caught because she pulled into the drive-thru of a McDonald's (laughs) and lined up to start getting some food. (laughs) Uh, Of course, police surrounded the car, pulled it out, and she was promptly arrested. Didn't let her go through and get a combo? No, no. no. Didn't let her grab her... uh, Maybe that was the idea. Big extra. She knew she was cooked and was like, well... Let's get some nuggies and call it a day. Oh, do you think that's what it was? Maybe, yeah. Because uh, that's the only re- thing I can think of is that she was ready to give up. But the pulling into the drive, did you think they were going to let you just finish the order? Get your uh, get your 10 nugs, some hot mustard, Diet Coke. They do got a good hot mustard there. It's their best dip. You, did she not get any fries with it? Oh, you get the combo. Of oh, course okay, you okay, do. Okay, okay. Yeah, don't get, sure. get silly. Well, you just went nugs right to drink, so I was like, are you skipping well, fr- fries? No, the fries are included. Okay. But after you evade the police and put yeah. a bunch of people at risk, mm-hmm. you can't possibly think they're going to let you finish your nuggets, right? Works up an appetite, brother. Well, <laughs> <laughs> I suppose. We'd have to suppose. We don't know. Yeah, that's... It's got to be that, it's, right? It's it's an act of submission. I think. Yeah. yeah. At that point, you realize you're you're done for. I mean, if you're going against traffic on the highway, and then also pull yourself into a McDonald's drive-through, that's saying, um, "Look, I'm done." It, they, it's funny. The end of the story does say uh, they did not let Mrs. Gardell uh, complete her order at the McDonald's Mrs. Gardell. So, just in case you were curious, yes, <laughs> they did not let her complete her order. So, Joanna Gardell. Out of Massachusetts. Yeah, you're our dink of the day. Silver and Brown. 97.7 Hits FM. So, yeah, there is an insane, like, it looks like it's an apartment. Yeah. There is, like, there's an apartment building right behind the White House of Rock that, yeah, is, like, gone up in flames. And I mean, like, it's fireball into the sky flames. Yeah, it's really, really close there. Um, On Ontario Street, I believe. And, um... I'm not sure exactly the address. I don't want to. I don't want to. Yeah, no, shout no, it no, out just course, to panic yeah. anybody. But it's uh, yeah, really close. I mean, you got some pictures that you sent me in our WhatsApp chat here. That uh, yeah, I mean, that's really close to the White House of Rocks. So. I, I like they're gonna have to start evacuating the area. Like I don't know if they'll be able to contain it. It is wild. Is it attached to other buildings or is it a single building there? Again, I I, I don't know. I can, from yeah. what I can see, I don't want to speculate too much. No, you didn't have time to take it, a cruise around yeah, there. But it is like. Yeah, like, it's not just like a fire. Like, it is fully engulfed in flames. A few people in the text box said they requested help from the uh, uh, from the Thorold uh, Fire Department to come in and, uh, and give them a hand here as well. So I wouldn't be surprised. Again, that's uh, It's right on Ontario Street, uh, right near, I would assume, the corner of, like, Ontario and St. Paul or Ontario and King yeah. uh, in St. Catharines. Corner of Ontario and King, yeah, is what I'm hearing from a number of people. So... Um, watch out for that. Probably try and avoid that downtown area because I'd imagine it's going to be a, just a, a nightmare for a bit here. Just looking at like right out our window here, they've closed, like Ontario's closed off, at least yeah. from from St. Paul. Right. You know, that way. And then I yeah. imagine, like, they're going to have to like evacuate like the houses in that area. Like, it's You're going to have to walk home, pal. So. Yeah, yeah, it's true. <laughs> uh, all right. Well, yeah. yeah. For, obviously, it only affects people within that area, but yeah. uh, still, nonetheless, it's. Yeah. Uh, we'll keep an eye on it. Yeah, throughout the morning here and pretty wild stuff if we get any updates that are uh, that are worthy of air that have some breaking news we'll let you know all right now i do want to can we can we touch on uh, what do you want to touch on first you want to do harmonica gates <laughs> uh, let's do the let's do the harmonica thing because there's there's not a great finish to it okay okay right? let's, well, do, let's, let's do that here 
it's it's still ongoing, I would say. Yeah, I would say for sure it is. Okay, but I do have some calls I want to play about that. So okay. give us a few minutes. Let's talk about Carl and his harmonica journey. The Soper and Brown Show, 97.7 Hits FM. Man, this um, this apartment fire, this is crazy, dude. Yeah. Uh, it, yeah, it's uh, close by there. And um, looks like our buddies over at News Talk 610... Uh, have got a post up on uh, on Facebook with some details on it. I'm going to share that over to our page right now, so yeah. you guys can check that out. I'll throw I'll throw some pictures I got on our on Twitter as well. I mean, yeah. I, I I don't know anything about it. It looks it, it it's an apartment. It, the The fire is so intense already, though, that yeah. like from our back parking lot, we're so close. I can literally hear the wood splintering Ugh. and like coming down. Like I. Again, I'm not. I'm making a guess here. This is a guess. I can't imagine that structure standing at the end of this. Uh, yeah. Like it, I'm talking the, fireballs into the sky, dude. It's from the feedback I'm getting from the text box. You can see people can see it from the highway, and from what you're telling me, yeah, it doesn't. Uh, excuse me, it doesn't sound very good. It, 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 it within that area, they're gonna have like because there's houses there. They are yep. going to have to evacuate that. It's like it is a massive, massive fire. It's crazy. Yeah. So, uh, yeah, as we get more details, we'll, we'll try to send them out there. So, I mean, uh, obviously, there's not much else we can do, and it only affects a certain amount of people who are listening. But yeah, not nonetheless, it is a staggering fire to, to witness. And again, you can just hear it. Like you can hear it from the back parking lot, man. No kidding. That's crazy. Um, all right, nine seven seven nine seven seven. You can text the show anytime. Uh, our machine number. 905-682-9797. I got a machine message I want to play really quick because right, go for it. and and there was a lot of text messages too from people who were curious about <laughs> Carl Brown and the harmonica situation. Now Let just to, what you got. just to give you a backstory again this was this on went Tuesday or Wednesday it was it was certainly in our our last stretch of days there before we went on a little bit of vacation and our buddy Daryl our our generous uh, friend Daryl drops off a little care package for us as he uh, is known to do from time to time and there's always you know snacks in there maybe it's stuff we've mentioned from the show whatever it is it ties into some show themes. But something very specific for me on this particular delivery. Yeah. So it was a harmonica and a black hat and some sunglasses. And he was saying, hey, you should, yeah, you should learn, yeah. right? This is, yeah. uh, your, your wife didn't like the megaphone, but maybe she likes the harmonica. Well, <laughs> we got. make you think that? We got, <laughs> we got this call uh, on, on actually on Wednesday afternoon, the, the day we, we left for a little vacation. Hey, guys, it's uh, Wednesday right before you're on vacation. It's 3.45 in the afternoon, and Joey is playing a mouth harp on the radio. Uh, it just seems like a match made in heaven where uh, you got Carl Brown there with the harmonica. Maybe you can get Joey on the mouth harp and make some sweet music. Anyways, just thought I'd give you guys a heads up. Maybe put something together. Cheers. Hope you had a great vacation. Bye. <laughs> and we do have some uh, very musically talented yeah. uh, staff here. Joey, uh, Jonathan is a is a pretty good uh, guitar and bass mm-hmm. player as well. Mm-hmm. We've got some. Ashley's working on on yeah. learning the bass. We have some talented musical staff i uh i would not belong to that (laughs) so now i it was your vacation we don't want to ask you to work too much over the vacation Mm -hmm. but what's the latest update you can give us when it comes to harmonica gate 
So I, ha- I have, I have, uh, I have fiddled around with it a little bit. I, uh, I you know, grabbed a couple, <laughs> grabbed a couple, uh, uh, you know, beginners, uh, like YouTube instructional videos, because that's mm-hmm. where we go to learn things now is, okay. <laughs> is YouTube. Yeah, yeah. So pro- a couple problems presented off the hop here. The second that I put the harmonica to my lips, the dog flips out. Oh, really? flips out like charges into wherever i'm using it and starts barking immediately i tried to go down to the basement and close the door behind me and he stands at the top of the stairs and freaks out really and and you know how loud his bark can be yeah it's extraordinarily loud the second i even start using it he's barking right away oh like there's he doesn't even give you a second no as soon as you hear that first he's just losing his mind right away so that's a problem problem two my wife doesn't like it when the dog's going (laughs) (laughs) so i'm gonna have to find some kind of scenario like when i have to get her to like take him for like a solo dog walk and give me you know half an hour to get a company with the thing maybe the shadow gun i can go to his back 40 there and uh you know (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> learn in the yard like <laughs> i don't know <laughs> when she said i have to go practice in the car she might have been right like yeah. i don't know where else i'm gonna go and try and figure this out because it's gonna you know the early stages of learning how to play harmonica are probably not gonna be uh too poetic it's gonna be a little bit loud there's gonna be a lot of patience and uh, you know having the dog screaming at you doesn't exactly make it a, a perfect experience so we're uh, i'm interested I do actually, I, I kind of like the challenge and I want to engage with it, but as of right now, progress has been very slow. The harmonica can be an incredible instrument. Like, if you got really good at it, yeah, I think she would enjoy it. Yeah, for sure. I think, I think, I think it would be great for, for all of us, but yeah. it's, uh, yeah, it's... Uh, the getting there. It's getting there. The yeah. journey. That's right. The journey. <laughs> That's the tough part, right? Yeah, no kidding. So, where? So, if I asked you to play a song mm-hmm. right now, there's no way. Oh no, I have absolutely nothing for you. Yeah, nothing for you. <laughs> no, absolutely not. What are the odds of us getting a song from Carl Brown? Let's say, what is it? It's July twelfth. <laughs> like the end of summer. Yeah, sure. Or I was gonna <laughs> say the end of July. <laughs> That's non-existent. You're saying. Here's here's what here's what I'd like to do. Yeah, I would like to be able to provide like 30 seconds of competent harmonica playing by the time I come back to the studio. Yeah. And I can okay. play it there in studio with you. Okay. Yeah. I think that's That's great. what I'd like to do. I'd like to be able to have like 30 seconds of something that I can play comfortably by our return to, to work date. So, you know, September, mid September ish. What, what did this person say? Joey's playing a mouse harp. A mouth, oh, mouth harp. Mouth harp. That makes more yeah. sense. I was like, "What the <laughs> mouse, hell is a mouse harp?" Mouse harp. <laughs> um, mouse harp is the first album from which band? Oh, obviously, uh, number twenty-eight. Number twenty-eight. Mouse harp is the first. <laughs> the first album from Amazon Peg Legs. <laughs> oh, is that from when I broke my leg? Yeah. Oh wow! That's when you were shopping for your own peg. <laughs> Big. Southern Ontario's Best Rock and the Sober and Brown Show on 97.7 Hits FM. Uh, again, thanks for uh, text message and stuff coming in. Uh, but, w- again, there is a fire 
downtown St. Catharines, just behind the White House of Rock. It appears to be an apartment building, right, Carl? Yeah, it's right in the corner of King and Ontario Street. Uh, you can get a pretty good it's uh, look. Man. Yeah, I've, there's. Uh, we shared the story from uh, 610 CKTB on our Facebook page. Uh, I posted a picture in the comments there. Hits listener Aaron provided that for us. And it's a shot of it. Uh, if, if you're driving down Ontario towards Lake Street, you can see the fire on the left. Uh, I mean, fully involved. It's. Uh, it looks to be like a four or five story building, and the top three are just absolutely. Um, you know, fully, fully involved there. So we'll keep an eye on that throughout the morning. Again, if you're not directly in the area, it's not going to affect your commute, but it is uh, It is a really big structure fire that they're going to probably have some trouble knocking down here for the next couple hours. Oh, yeah, like the Ontario, I, they just closed Yates. I just saw the fire okay. uh, department come down, and they've closed down Yates. And it, it's, again, it's so intense that just from our back parking lot here at the White yeah. House, like you can literally hear structures like breaking, yeah. splintering. It's, I hope everybody got out. Like, yeah, I, I hope everybody's I safe. Cause I don't think that building was occupied. I don't think it was. I yeah, mean, you, it was say. always boarded up in the, but it's, that's, that's a guess, right? So yeah. just hope it's all right. Well, I, I got a call from somebody who's uh, it's like, I'm on the QEW and I can see a huge, like people, you can see it from far and wide. Well, I got a note from a uh, Troy over at the uh, Kenny Upal uh, yard. He's on Sea Park Drive in St. Catharines. He said, I can see the flames on my security cameras. They're all the way across town. Yeah, yeah, it's so it's a staggering is, fire. Yeah, man. yeah, that is uh, it's a big deal, and it's right in our backyard there. There's, so hopefully, there's you know just a structure fire and get it knocked down, and everybody's all right. All right, uh, you wanted to you you, so you told me off air. You said, hey, I want to talk a little bit about uh, the auction and and uh, yeah. I we, love this. Well, we've gotten after a few different that we talked about. What was it? Kurt Cobain's hair. There was the Kurt Cobain hair auction. There was uh, there was the the box of uh, 86, 87 NBA cards. Uh, right, there was an auction right, there that we right, followed right, for right. a while. And I was keeping an eye on this one because I love to play this game with you. You're not a collector of, no. of anything, really. So I love to see what you think certain things went for. Uh, we're talking old school NES, the original Nintendo. Whoa. Okay. And we are talking a sealed, rare version of the iconic Nintendo game, The Legend of Zelda. It sold Friday and uh, from Heritage Auctions. They're the one that ran the sale. The copy was unopened. It came from an early, limited production run of the NES game dating back to a few months in 1987. Uh, Wada Games, a professional grading company, Four video games gave the copy a nine out of ten and an A grade for scale. Ooh. They describe the copy Heritage Auctions does as the uh, uh, the meeting of rarity, cultural significance, and collection centerpieces, a proverbial trifecta of collector perfection that only one will receive the honor of calling their own. Let me let me say this quickly. Yes, Link. Mm-hmm. Of Zelda fame mm-hmm. was the best character to use in Super Smash Bros. Ooh, and ooh, I will fight okay. anybody who says okay. otherwise. Okay. Yeah. Sir, what do you think it went for? Man, I I don't even have a base like that I can. You got a ballpark here? No clue. I think this now. Oh, Nintendo games. Mm-hmm. Let Zelda massive game. Sure. And these things will go for tons of money. And this is like sealed. I'm talking still has the factory plastic. A classic Carl Brown bought the toy and never played with it situation. I mean, I'm going with $69,000. 69 grand. Yeah. 
The sealed version of the iconic Nintendo game set the record, making it the most expensive video game ever sold, $870,000. $870,000. you imagine? $870,000 at auction. First of all, shout out to me. I was only off by $801,000. Okay? <laughs> Ballpark. So let's give myself a shout out for that one. No kidding. Um... So somebody got, grabbed that in their possession. Yeah. Maybe when it was released. I don't know yeah. how they got it. Who knows? But they have sat on that for a long time. They said this would have been from a production run of 1987, so they've been sitting on it for... I mean, assuming for, they got it originally. Ass, assuming, yeah, they had it around that time, 30 plus years potentially. Wow. An investment of, if they bought it at full price at the time, what, 30 bucks maybe? Yeah. Jeez. 870 grand you i mean almost enough to buy a one bedroom in toronto so that's nice <laughs> just about oh, just man. about so what you're saying is that uh yeah i should have been keeping uh my halo games wrapped in xbox yeah maybe teenager should have bought like an extra that. one yeah i guess so should have uh, bought one Matthew. so the next big games that come out that's what we do you buy an extra and you hope <laughs> you hope <laughs> hope 977 Hits FM with the Soper and Brown Show. Uh, you were just telling us about how uh, an unopened Legend of Zelda yeah. uh, game uh, for NES uh, sold for, as you say. It was 870 grand yeah, on, yeah. sold on Friday broke, at auction. Broke a record. Yeah, making it the most expensive video game ever sold. Until? <laughs> Yesterday. <laughs> we got like five instant text messages like, boys, already been broken. We said the news cycle moves pretty fast nowadays, right? Yeah. This weekend, apparently, on Sunday, a pristine condition copy of uh, Super Mario 64 oh, man. for N64 sold for $1.56 million. <laughs> So the record had already been broken two days er- earlier when a sealed early production copy of Legend of Zelda sold for eight hundred and seventy grand. With more than 11 million copies sold, Super Mario 64 is not a particularly rare game, but given that these games were sold in cardboard boxes, the chances nice. of seeing a boxed copy in perfect condition 25 years after launch are few and far between. Uh, the copy that sold for 1.56 was graded a 9.8 A++ by video game grading company WADA, which is as close to perfect condition as you can get. So... That wonderful news story that I brought you is already obsolete. <laughs> Super Mario <laughs> Brothers 64 sold for $1.56 $1. million for a 64 game. That's not that rare, but man, that box is in good shape. It's you, the world's most expensive cardboard right there. You brought us a story that's already old, and you didn't even learn the harmonica. <laughs> what the hell were we even doing over there on vacation? I told you I felt rusty this morning. <laughs> You know, I forgot they came in those boxes. Oh, yeah. It was such a weird, like... like <laughs> yeah, I know, a weird way to present a game. Yeah. Because right? yeah. yeah, whenever you do see 64 games now, they're just yeah. the, the cartridges, It's just the right? cartridge, pretty much, yeah. 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 What do you think... Mm-hmm. What's, this could be, you know what, let's discuss this during open mic. All right. Uh, which, by the way, get your questions in. Uh, first, you know, open mic back from vacation. Anything we want to get after, we just open rapid fire here. 977-977, something for Carl, something for myself. What would you say, and don't answer now, I want you to answer in a few minutes, was the biggest N64 game, I want the biggest, what you believe would be the biggest, okay. 
and then what do you think was the best? Biggest damn, like yeah. my my personal favorite? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So mm-hmm. think about that. Get your questions in, and we'll get after it in about seven minutes. Call me now. Who is this? A huge ass. Is this two people on the line? No, I don't do no party line. <laughs> 977-977, text the show. You can call us too, 905-688-9797. I know there's a few calls I haven't been able to get to today. We're first day back from vacation. Got a whole bunch going on, so I uh, appreciate it. A whole bunch going on, and then a, a building decided to catch fire <laughs> well, in grand fashion right near the uh, White House of Rock there, which we're keeping an eye on this morning. Let's give the latest on that, uh, yeah. because we keep getting questions about it. Uh, yeah, once, what, one, once again, it's on the corner of Ontario Street and King Street in downtown St. Catharines. Uh, we just talked with uh, Tim uh, from CKTB, and said it was the it's the old Welland House Hotel, apparently. That's okay. on the corner there. Uh, and we could see multiple floors fully involved. Oh, apparently, man. the building is abandoned, which is good news. Um but uh, he said that some of the floors have started to to collapse as well, which is uh, which is going to be a danger for those that are trying to knock that fire down. I, I think this is going to be like an all morning into the afternoon situation. They've, yeah, they've closed Ontario Street here in St. Catharines. Yates yeah. Street, right, right outside of our building, has been closed down. Yeah, I'm sure even St. Paul that runs right through the downtown core there is going to be difficult to get through. So just try and avoid that area if you can. Uh, if you're looking for details, there's a story posted over on our Facebook page from 610. We shared that. Some people are sharing some photos of different angles of the building as well. So if you want to get some information, uh, check it out there. We'll keep you updated as we can throughout the morning with anything that's pertinent obviously it's not going to affect everyone's commute but it is uh it's a, a huge well, huge structure fire that's people are right like close by they're like we're on the qews like i can see massive amounts of smoke yeah. like what's going on it's it is a yeah. staggering fire again you can like hear it from the back parking lot it, it's truly truly incredible um okay first day back from vacation let's start with a very important question uh <laughs> it came in from alan what's the worst pizza topping ever the worst the worst Huh. For me, it's olives. I I can't stand. You're olives. not an olives guy. I like, I like black olives are a go to for me. And sometimes some like places pepper, like pepperoni, mushroom, black olives. Ooh, sometimes right people will mm-hmm. put them under the cheese too. <laughs> like if it's on the cheese, <laughs> I'm sneaking them in there. Yeah, I'll pull them off. I'm fine with that. But when you, you know, get it under, oh. I don't know about uh, I don't know about worse, but you know what I really don't like is if you ever get like a um, like a taco pizza or something like that, and yeah. you get the shredded lettuce on there. You have to eat that whole pizza that day because the leftovers are no good. Mm. Absolutely no good. Mm. So that's, let I me mean, get like the fresh tomatoes and the shredded lettuce. You've got to consume that within about an hour of that pizza arriving at your home. And you have to consume the whole thing or yeah. else it just turns to trash. So I'm going to go with the, uh, the shredded lettuce on the uh, special pizzas there. What's the latest you guys slept in during your vacation? <laughs> I like that question. <laughs> like, like 11 a.m.? Yeah, 11, eh? Yeah. I don't think I made it past 9 on, I, uh, on the vacay. I revert immediately to, like, teenager first week of summer vacation hours yeah. as soon as Rob. Somebody asked me that. I was like, what do you do when you're, when you're like, do you try and keep the same schedule? No. I stay up watching wrestling and reading until 2 a.m., and I sleep until 10 with my dog next to me like an absolute monster. The worst is, Chelsea, she had the weekend off with me, the the initial weekend, but then was back to work all through this this last week. The jealousy (laughs) on her part? Yeah. She's all, she she starts early, early, right? And then comes out like, you know, 10.30, her day's done, comes out, and I'm still in bed with the dog, and like, you can... 
just tell she's seething. So. I, I've talked to other radio hosts. It's my time off. <laughs> I've talked to other radio guys that I know, and, and they'll yeah. say, oh, you know, I've got to keep my schedule, keep my routine. No. 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 I'll just, like, I just, last night, I didn't fall asleep till after midnight. Yeah, same. I, I maybe I'll just deal with that. <laughs> I maybe cobbled together three hours of sleep last night. And and you know what? That'll put me, it's like getting, uh, it's like traveling Whatever. and staying up for like 12 hours when you land to try and get on that time. It's like getting back on morning time. I'll be very tired post-show. I have a little nap scheme. We'll get back into the routine. And, and then the world gives us content, apparently, with a building fire. So That's right. You know, yeah. it just throws yeah. it away. Yeah. Everything that we had planned this morning. Okay. <laughs> um, would you guys be uh, interested in starting an NFL pick'em pool with Hits Nation for uh, the NFL season in September? I'd be very interested in getting... Uh, either a pick and pool or something NFL fantasy related. Yeah. September is set up. As long as I don't have to do a lot of the heavy lifting on the oh, digital yeah. end, I am extremely interested in doing something like that with you guys and girls. Yeah, we get somebody to do all the grunt work. I know for we us. have. So I know. I know. Just sometimes you know how things trickle down. Yeah, I know. I know. But absolutely, and you know yeah. how I am. If if people are in and people are yep. interested, let us know because I would yep. love to do something like that. Yeah, for sure, man. Uh, last one here because uh, apparently a an N sixty four game just yeah. broke a record. Uh, what, what game was it again? It was uh, Super Mario 64. So a lot for a lot of people that came with the system. That was the right? first the, one, right? The first one, yeah. And mint condition, perfect, uh, perfect uh, cardboard box and everything. One point five six million dollars oh. at auction, uh, breaking a record that was just set on Friday from an original <laughs> NES game. So uh, some huge video game auctions. And you were asking before we went to break. What was the biggest N64 game, and what was your your favorite, right? Yeah. Let me read some of these here that have come in by way of text. Somebody said, I think the Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles game was pretty decent, and it came in an actual pizza box. Is that like for like the like the NES game? I, I, I don't know which one they're talking about. Hmm. I don't know. I uh, see that. Text cool. here, best 64 game was Cruise in USA. Most <laughs> sold, I think, has to be deep, Mario Kart. It's a deep cut. Yeah. Yeah. Mario uh, Kart for 64 was a great game. It was a blast. That was a great game. So many people saying GoldenEye. That was going to be my vote for, yeah. for my favorite game that I remember with 64. And there were some great ones. The 64 was a great console. I still have mine. Yeah. I still have mine in working condition. It was a great console. But I agree. I think GoldenEye is the one that sticks out to me that I had the most fun with. I think obviously for me that was like the golden age of wrestling games. So I'm gonna go with uh, I'm gonna go with No Mercy WWF No Mercy. But I do remember getting my uh, 64. I believe I think it was Christmas '97, so I've been 12, um, and playing uh, WCW NWO World Tour until I had blisters on my thumbs. <laughs> going to find my roll of hockey tape, taping up both thumbs so I could continue. <laughs> playing because i had never seen a wrestling game of this kind and i was just absolutely blown away so i got a ton of hours from that but i still have that game i still have my working 64 do you have goldeneye i I do have goldeneye and i have nfl blitz and i've got some wrestling games and when i get back in that studio i'm gonna dig around in that basement for an old tv and i'm gonna bring this thing there and that little office at the bottom of the stairs that nobody uses downstairs, yeah. I'm going to make into our like N64 layer so we can stay there playing <laughs> NFL Blitz and drinking some Nickel Brook far past the hours of our working day. I'm just going to be calling up my wife. Ah, honey, yeah, big no, I, meeting I, I, again. Yeah, I, got a, I got a hell of an audio project. Yeah. I'm, I'm knee deep in this thing here. <laughs> the Silver and Brown Show, 97.7 Hits FM. All right, 656. 
I'm Matt Soper. He's Carl Brown. Uh, no Shelby today, by the way. Uh, she's got a little uh, little day off today, but she is back tomorrow. The one day we have a breaking news story. Yeah. Like less than a block away from us, we've got no Shelby. It's true. We got our stage three opening on Friday. We got a fire in our backyard. And we have no Shelby. That's right. That's right. Leaving you and I to deliver the news like a couple of has beens. Pure chaos. Even Eleni in her traffic, she's working yeah. in the uh, the fire there. So. Uh, get Tim get Tim over here. <laughs> I think somebody, somebody get a professional in here. He might be busy. Actually, in between songs, he is jumping in and showing me different pictures and videos that he has. So Yeah, I'm continuing to uh to find stuff and retweet it. Check uh Six Ten's got some good stuff there. You can check and, out their their Twitter feed or their Facebook feed, and we're sharing a few over to yeah. our feeds as well. So keeping everybody updated again, that's on the corner of uh King Street and Ontario Street in downtown St. Catharines, if you're uh curious. <laughs> We do have, and I just want to tease this up real quick, a grand prize announcement coming up just after 8 o'clock from uh, our buddies at Ace and Sword Tattoo Parlor. Mm-hmm. Their No Regrets Contest. 1000 bucks to cover up a heinously bad tattoo. We had some bad you, ones, man. I sent you a picture of the winner. Yeah. How, like, I don't even know how that got done. I. It looks like... It looks like Probably did it himself. Yeah, it's a prison tattoo. Upside down. Like. It's bad, yeah. But <laughs> and, and we got some real, real poor yeah. ones. So. Uh, a thousand bucks to cover that up for my buddies at Ace and Sword Tattoo. Uh, they're in Burlington. Do great work. I might even. I'm actually looking to do a little bit of cover up work myself, and I might entertain their services for that. Were so. Were there any England fans who pulled a Toronto Maple <laughs> Leafs fan? Yeah. And got a tattoo ahead of time exclaiming to be champions. Yeah, maybe an It's Coming Home tattoo that yeah. you'd like to get covered up today. I mean, look, that was a while. If you were watching the, the Euro Cup tournament, the big yeah. uh, you know month-long soccer tournament, yep. uh, it, it, was a, it, it was wild. There was all sorts of drama, tons uh, of penalty kick games. Even just the chaos surrounding Wembley Stadium yesterday Yeah, but with if, people trying to break in without tickets, the... Uh, a little bit of hooliganism that was on display in some of the, you know, Leicester Square in some of those areas yesterday was insane. England obviously dropped it uh, uh, in penalty kicks after, yeah. and, and really a, a penalty kick situation that you just don't see often. I mean, it, it was three two. <laughs> yeah. One goalie made two saves, the other made three. And say Jordan Pickford, who's probably one of the weaker spots of the England squad, gave you two saves, and they still were unable to uh, push that to either to extra kicks or 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 come out with a win. So uh, Italy takes that. Congrats to the Italian Did, team. You, you know what my overall feeling was when the game what? was done, though? What? I, I'm going to miss this tournament. Big time. I'm going to miss this it tournament. I, like, can we can we fire the Olympics up? Because man, like this tournament for you and I with our work schedules. I mean, how ideal was that? Oh, Having perfect, games yeah. at like noon and three every day was That's just perfect. outstanding. So, gonna miss the tournament, but uh, congrats to the uh, to Italy, to I Joey s- Bricks. I know Joey was celebrating yesterday. He was after uh, his his Habs dropped it, obviously. Yeah, it's uh, a nice so nice makeup for Joey there. I saw. I would say there was a lot of car flags going around. Tons, and I would argue that. I think Italy. It was Italy or Portugal. I think I, I was going to say. Most of. I saw a lot of Portugal uh, coverage here, and a lot yeah. of the Dutch too. A lot of Netherlands stuff too. Yeah. So yeah, a lot of those, but uh, obviously it's a huge Italian population. Uh, so it's did, did fantastic England, for them. Did, did the UK fans or uh, England fans end up rioting? I, yeah, because it was it was madness before actually, the game. I saw this. I'm just going to grab a. I had a screenshot of a tweet yesterday that I saw that they actually shut down 
all the pubs and restaurants in a five-mile radius of the stadium. Uh, this came from somebody uh, who works events at Wembley. It said, for only the second time in my 13 years of doing events at Wembley Stadium, a total closure order has been issued on every licensed premises within five miles of the stadium. Chaos, man. All bars, pubs, restaurants are to close at final whistle without exception. Yes, it has been as bad as you think. It's which just sucks because those businesses they would have had so much revenue. I would assume the stimulus for the businesses around Wembley has been huge after yeah. uh, you know the pandemic things opening back up and obviously having this tournament right in your backyard. So uh, I'm sure they benefited enough in the weeks leading up, though. Mm. <laughs> Fair <laughs> to, enough, but still, you missed out on a final whistle huge yesterday. Final. Yeah. Um, okay, I we. Look, I'm going to take a quick break here because uh, I got to go take care of something. But uh, and just on speaking the, of breaks, yeah, well, just on the other side of it, we do need to talk about yet another leg break situation that are these things are following me around now. They're just laughing. This in is your. My face. This is the third you've seen. This is crazy. So we got to talk about that. Another insanely high profile one, and the question keeps coming in: Are you and my dog dating? <laughs> They're not dating. Don't. End. <laughs> Look, we'll discuss this in six minutes. <laughs> this is CHTZ in Niagara and Hamilton, an iHeart radio station, Southern Ontario's best rock. 97.7 Hits FM. Carl, I don't know what it is. I don't, obviously, I'm yeah. not the first person to break my leg. No. But it happens. But there has been this past year, the amount of high profile leg breaks yeah. that have been popping up. It it seems like more, doesn't it? Well, people say things happen in threes, right? So I guess this would have been the hat trick this weekend. But you see, you broke your leg. This was uh, right before Thanksgiving. October you 8th. Dislocated your ankle, broke your leg. Yeah. And that weekend, while you were in surgery or waiting to go into surgery, the Dak Prescott injury happens, yeah. right? Basically the same, same injury, injury, the same injury as you. So that was vicious. You were in hospital. It was emotional for you. You get out. You know, you're on the healing path. And then the Chris Weidman leg break happens. In, in the UFC, yeah. On, in the UFC. On a, on, a, on a checked kick, he snaps his leg. Oh, folded Terribly. Terribly. On, on live pay-per-view. And then we go ahead to Saturday. And you and I are, are actually together. That's right. Watching the UFC card on Saturday. It was a hell of a time. As you were posting uh, TikToks or whatever stuff on your story about me there. <laughs> TikTok. <laughs> whatever it was. Instagram you sound like stories. a seven-year-old man. You and your TikToks. Actually. I'm 53 years old, boss. <laughs> um, so <laughs> I'm 53 years old, boss. We're watching the main event. Dustin Borier. Conor McGregor, a pretty decent first round. Boy, looks like he's coming out, uh, you know, towards the winning edge. Biggest fight of the year, right? A yeah, lot of probably. animosity. One of, one of the bigger ones, yeah, for sure. And then right at the end of the round, Conor McGregor steps back, and his left foot folds right under his leg, dislocates his ankle. It was breaks his leg. So gross to watch. Insane. The third like high profile. You know, like national television or broadcast pay-per-view leg break that you've been witness to since you broke your ankle and leg in October. It and I mentioned this during the Chris Weidman thing. Yeah, I it, it's all it always is. You know, you see it, and you're like, oh, it's sure. gross. Yeah, I can never look at them the same again. No, of course not. You were beside me. Like I instinctively yeah. grabbed my uh, leg because he. 
I can did, feel it. We didn't notice at first, right? He sits down kind of at the end of the round. I was, did he get caught with the shot when he stood up in the exchange there? No. No. He just stepped funny and his leg collapsed under him. It was... I, I, he's, he's obviously going to be out for a long time. I'd assume, you know, nine months maybe. The crazy... Then right after, Joe Rogan... The the post fight yeah. interview was, was almost even crazier. He went and sat down next to him at the cage. Yeah, man just broke his leg. What are you talking to him for? <laughs> and nobody, nobody sat down and talked to you with a mic in their hand, did they? <laughs> Although you would have preferred that for content purposes, I, I probably. Liked it. Also, yeah. I sat there for like forty minutes waiting for. They the had time to take a full interview with you. I wish I would have at that point. Yeah. Um, but he he so he sits down. He's doing the yeah. interview. He's trash talking with the broken leg. You imagine that in any other sport. Yeah, I you know. Imagine right? if Dak Prescott goes down like that if uh, uh, if Aaron ran in from the sidelines there. Yeah, Dak. Dak, how do you, how do you you know? Are you upset at the lineman who tackled you? Ah. <laughs> Alex Smith, how do you feel? Yeah. Uh, well, <laughs> my toes true, are right? pointing towards the field goal post. I don't feel great about it. <laughs> it's kind of worried. My family's watching. It's true. In no other sport would that ever happen, where they sit down with somebody while they're putting his ankle in a bloody air cast and about to stretch him out to see if he can get a little mic time here before we go off pay-per-view. You know, it, by the way, it didn't even look... It looked like cardboard. What do you mean? It, oh, what, the, the, yeah, they, they, they just splinted it. They didn't have... I don't think it, they air casted it. Yeah. No, they just like... But it looked like like a broken just, like pizza box. Yeah, it's trying to stabilize it. Do whatever you can. Get him out of the cage here. And he was still like flipping people <laughs> off. Still talking about his... Still talking about Dustin Poirier's wife being in his DMs. He's gotta be. I mean, Man, I imagine he'll come back, maybe do a few more fights. I'll get the Diaz trilogy, see how that goes, and then maybe there's one more hanging around for you. The Connor... You made $200 million last year, $180 million last year. You got your leg break here. Like, come on, buddy. But the the specialness is kind of starting to wear off, isn't it? Oh, it's it's worn. (laughs) Right? I think it's worn. Yeah. Like, I do enjoy the trash talk. Yeah, yeah. I think it's fun. This felt almost like like, uh, perfunctory, you know? Like, it was was like... I know I have to come out here and say something, you know, wild to try and engage. Didn't feel like his heart was into it. No. You know? Well, when you not make like the, Not much- like the Diaz talk or the Habib stuff. Like, he's, you know, and again, yeah, you're right. Like, you've got so much money and so many business interests. I mean, this can't be your main focus right now. When, like, before, he was slaughtering people because I think it was like he was all he was doing was training, right? Yeah. Now, eh. I mean, in terms of his income, where do you think the UFC is? Probably like second or third down the list. Oh, yeah. Right? Big time. Yeah. Yikes. Well, hey, look, he'll, he, the recovery stuff. is going to be wild, and yeah. it, it's just, it's a, again, another just brutal, brutal injury. Yeah. But more importantly, if anybody was following Facebook or Instagram, <laughs> my dog and He's you- in love with me. Are you guys dating, or what's going on Your here? Your dog's in love with me. You just have to face facts. I've never, that dog loves Carl more than anything, <laughs> but on Saturday night was- Standing on his shoulders yeah. and licking Carl's head. The back of I, I I had freshly shaved my head Saturday morning, and yeah, she like walked up the side of your couch, like from sitting on my lap, and just started going to town, licking the back of my head. She was treating me almost like she treats Sir Clifford, the big red dog. There, not did, quite. Did you buy her dinner after? Like... <laughs> probably. I probably should have filled the bowl for her. Yeah. Holy! <laughs> she was sad when you left. It was yeah, kind of disturbing. Your wife was jealous. (laughs) She was jealous. 
977 Hits FM to Soper and Brown Show. All right, uh, 716. First day back from vacation. As you can imagine, we're a little behind because we have lots that we want to talk about. We haven't talked in 12 days, so we're going to take a break. <laughs> but we do have to get to the first machine after vacation. How many messages did you get through this morning? I only got through 53. <laughs> and there was still more. <laughs> Unfortunately. <laughs> mm, that post-vacation backlog on there. Yeah, so if you don't hear yours, uh, either I moved on from it or it's still on the machine. We'll have to wait and see. But I do have a batch of messages uh, from the past week. Here's here's a little preview of, of what you can expect. Oh, yeah. Does anyone else think that should be illegal? You're an asshole. Thank you. Hmm. We'll get to all of that in eight minutes. Nine oh five six eight two nine seven nine seven. Last machine June thirtieth. Twelve <laughs> Just days a ago. Few messages to yeah. comb through. It, it'll be a bit of an extended machine, obviously. First day back from vacation usually is. Okay, we got a little more time today. Like you said, Shelby Knox off today, returning tomorrow. So the clock is not uh, pressing on us also, too badly here. We haven't talked in 12 days, so we'll do whatever the hell we want. That's right. Um, I got through 53 messages. <laughs> There's still more on the machine I haven't even There's got still to. more there. Yeah. Now, there was a lot of chaos that I won't play, but a bunch to get to. And really, I mean, what other way do you start them with this? Hey, boys. Was that a oh yeah orgy or? I, I think it was. Yeah, that was an all at once. Wow. <laughs> <laughs> the all in one hole. Yeah, and then we got this. Feeling good on a Wednesday. <laughs> Obviously, some leftover stuff from. Sound like in traffic. <laughs> yeah, everyone around him. What the what hell? The hell? Hope that wasn't meant for me. And then this. Sober and Brown. Love you guys. Love the show. Thanks, brother. Thanks, bud. Hell yeah, brother. Hell yeah. <laughs> That's a great horn right there. Uh, appreciate the horns. You keep the coming. The people in. miss their horns. Oh, I miss the horns, man. Got to give them what they want. Let's talk about breakfast sandwiches now. Hey, guys. You're talking about breakfast. I'm going to let you know the uh, Pigeon Mike breakfast sandwich. It's a uh, typical breakfast sandwich with an egg, a sausage, and some cheese. But instead of bread, you use hash browns. It's really good. Give it a shot. Let me know how it is. I have done the hash brown sandwich. The hash brown as the bread as opposed to mixed in in the, would you say, farmer's sandwich or farmer's right, wrap kind right, of thing, yeah. right? Like Tim's does. Yeah, yeah right. Yeah. I, have you have you done the hash brown patty sandwich yeah, before? Yeah, it's, like it's almost like a breakfast version of a double down. Oh, good point. Yeah, right. It's it is. I mean, you have to make sure the hash brown patties are crispy, crispy, and then they also got to be like cool enough that you can handle them. Yeah, which makes it a little bit tough. You know what I mean? Good um, hangover food. I'll tell you that. Oh, just the hash browns alone. Oh Ooh. God, hash browns. load load Mc, me up. McDonald's hash browns. When you're straight hung to the gills, <laughs> I could pound nine of them. Nine? Oh, that's probably an understatement. Don't you put a number out there. We might test it. <laughs> Damn, you're right, actually. <laughs> I uh, I made you a breakfast sandwich this morning. You did? Yeah. Um, you're you're not out of practice, and your kitchen is nicely renovated. It was yeah. a nice, that was a clean, detailed, 
Sounds real good. Oh, good. Perfect. Do you want me to work in a hash brown bread sandwich, or are you fine with the English muffins? You could work a hash brown into the sandwich itself, but I think I'd still like the English muff- okay. muffin as the as the, the handler, enough. if you will. Fair enough, fair enough. Okay, before um, before we get to... Actually, you know, I'll, I'll wait to play that after here. Let me start the message. You may have to have a little bit of the uh, old earth, wind, and fire for this one. Mm, okay, hold on. Earth, wind, and fire? I think that's what it is, yeah. Oh. <clears throat> Are oranges named orange because of the color orange? Or is orange named orange because oranges are orange? <laughs> oh, okay. Lot to process here. A lot mm-hmm. to process here. That is. That is a lot to process. Hmm. I don't have an answer for you, pal. I don't. No. I don't know. In fact, I don't want to think about it because it makes me, my head hurt. <laughs> Just enjoy the oranges. Is this like, was the, like, so it was orange, orange before the oranges? Yeah. Oh, boy. <laughs> Let's just move on to this. I don't know. You probably never heard this before. Have you ever seen someone eat just the inside of a butter tart? They buy a six-pack of butter tarts and they just eat the in, the filling. But they don't take a spoon and just eat the filling. They, uh, they somehow uh-huh. munch it up and <laughs> squish it. In a way that they only eat the filling and they leave just a pile of pastry left. Does anyone else think that should be illegal? <laughs> yes, I do, yeah, actually. I do. I do. You should have to do that in the privacy of your own home. It's horrifying to think of. Just eating out a butter tart? You can't do that in public. <laughs> I don't even know if you should do that in the privacy of your own home. In the basement, quietly. <laughs> Windows drawn. Just a pile of pastry shells sitting there. In a horrendous crouch. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. <laughs> a goblin crouch. Butter tarts are the worst. We, I, I've said this before. You and I have talked about it. Butter tarts, massively overrated. And the best part would be the pastry. And people say, well, you haven't had my you know, mom's or my grandma. I don't care. No. I just don't care. No. I don't like them. It's a hard pass. Uh, let's get to um, let's get to guy who wants to rant here. Boys, what's going on? I uh, got a question about something. Oh, you know what? Actually, this is the wrong one. Oh. I forgot about this. Hold this on. is something that we talked about, uh, oh, man, like a month and a half ago, and he wanted some clarification. I uh, got a question about something that uh, you guys were talking about a couple weeks ago there. had to do with some lady and a bowling alley and a world record shite. Yeah, if you could elaborate on that, boys, I uh, didn't get to hear it all or whatever I uh, had at work. So, yeah, a couple boys interested in some facts on that one. Let me know. Right on, guys. Have a good one. So, yeah, I remember that it was the poop down the bowling alley thing. Yeah, yes, that was, uh, it turned out to be a quite an elaborate hoax, yeah. I believe. Yeah, unfortunately. Yeah, unfortunately. yeah. I would yeah. have loved for it to be real. Yeah, it, that would have been, you know... Uh, a much better story. I know we we enjoyed delving into the logistics of it, but um, yeah, it was a it was a large hoax. Unfortunately, did we ever decide would it be better to wear the rolling skates and be pushed down, or cut yeah. a hole in a office chair? And... I think we decided, yeah, if you, if you cut a hole in the bottom of like the wheelchair and wheelchair. somebody slowly pushed you down the the alley to give you the runway for it, would that was be the, the best way. Yeah, in terms of execution, I believe. But so, then yeah. that person has to do a real brutal like duck walk because you they've mm-hmm. got to avoid the poop. Yes. Right. Yeah. I still think yeah. roller skates myself. 
Okay, <laughs> let's get to the rant now. I got a message for all you commuters out there. Every single day, there's something happening on the highways and making everybody's life miserable. Just think of this. Think of the person that you love most in life and imagine their reaction when they find out you died on the highway because you drove like an asshole. Okay? Traffic exists because you're an asshole. Thank you. I mean, I'm going to give him a round of applause. I maintain, man, there are some, some wildly confident and aggressive drivers in this province, and it has been one of the biggest shocks to my system in my 18 months plus here. I've, I have seen some things that would turn my poop white in 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 times of traffic. It has you, been you absolutely see incredible. Some people who do the weave in and out at like yeah. one twenty and narrowly miss people, and you just wonder, like, do they? Do you think they feel accomplished after they do that? My favorite. Do you think still, they feel good? My favorite still is we were coming back from uh, Fort Erie. We had done the Maddie Matheson's like meet and three thing, Chelsea yeah. and I. Yeah. This is I think this is in May of last year, and we're in the. I think I had just moved over. I would move over to the fast lane, and somebody just comes, like, ripping behind me in, like, a van, <laughs> going, like, 130, 140, and I go, okay, I'm going to move over so this person can get past me. No signal. They move over, swerve over to the middle lane, gun right past me, texting full on, like, head down, oh, yeah. steering with the knees, like, just, like, an incredible level of speed. I was just flabbergasted one of those things that you're so happy there was somebody else in the car to see how egregious it was because yeah. it's like i have to know somebody else witnessed that like you also saw that it was like an alien abduction it was it, so insane that was a perfect message and a round of applause to that guy because he's 1000 percent correct all right first uh, machine back from vacation and this is how we're gonna end it i'm just saying i have the best yellow onions the biggest, best yellow onions ever. Wow. Con- congratulations. 905. Nice onions, pal. 682. <laughs> <laughs> you call the machine anytime. Silver and Brown, 97.7 Hits FM. All right, 746. Again, she'll be uh, away today. She'll be back tomorrow, so we won't... Uh, hear her wonderful voice here today did you uh you hit him with a little thunder jeff there i did get some thunder jeff i transitioned to the little uh <laughs> remix i made for you <laughs> <laughs> the um so the first night that we were uh uh the wednesday night there the 30th of june as we were you know, embarking on our vacation yeah uh you and i took the the wives out for uh, a couple of rounds at trust beer bar in oh, st Catharines. it was the start of stage two yeah, that's right. That's yeah, we were stage to. so you can go, you know, you could mix households and that kind of stuff. So the four of us went out, and uh, we're walking down towards uh, Cully's in uh, in downtown St. Catharines. Right, right. And I was trying to get out of the way because they were playing the Montreal-Tampa uh, game on the TV, and I was trying to get out of the way because there was guys watching it from the patio. And Charles, my wife kind of tugs me in the shirt. She goes, that guy keeps saying Jeff at you. <laughs> <laughs> I forgot about that. It was that. one of the first times because you and I haven't had a chance to, you know, to go out you know, together. Yeah. So we know obviously there's people that you know, listen to the show that are out enjoying a round. 
And Chelsea grabs me because I'm just trying to get out of the way. You know, I you know my, about that. you know my thinking. Yeah. And she goes, "That man keeps saying Jeff." At you. <laughs> I forgot about that. <laughs> Jeff. Oh man, what was Anyways. it? His name is Dan, wasn't it? Something like that. Yeah, it was we, Dan. We, uh, you know, who had you are. A, somebody covered around for us, and we sent around to somebody else. And yeah. It was nice to, <laughs> nice to get out and experience it a little bit. I forgot about that. That was really funny, actually. How was um. How was Marshall's uh, B-Day yesterday? It was your son's, what, oh. seventh, seventh birthday? Yes. You know, thank you for reminding me. I did remember did on the his, day. Oh, yeah. Did he get his black licorice? He had a bit of rain <laughs> yesterday, so probably not too much outdoor activity. But I'm actually glad you brought that up because, so yeah, seventh birthday. Big happy birthday to uh, my, my buddy Marshall. Yep. Um, as you said, you have rainy, so that kind of sucked. Yeah. And we've we've got kind of an outdoor birthday party type thing planned for next weekend. Okay. So it was a very, you know, Fortnite, Minecraft, yeah. Roblox, you know, sure. ha- hang out on the tablet type day, played some games and whatnot. Uh, his dinner, by the way, he chose, you know, it does, it's a birthday dinner. I let him choose whatever he wants. What do you think he chose? Ooh, seven-year-old Marsh. Anything at, I said, I will is, make uh, you something. We yeah. can order something to house. We can go sit somewhere. Anything say, you want. You go Wendy's? He did go Wendy's. Look at you. Nice. That a boy. Unky Carl pays attention. Yeah. Look at you. That's good. What do you get? Uh, yeah. Uh, um, what did he goes for the, actually, he got a nugget kids meal. Okay. He said he wanted nugget and burgers. Or and a burger. So we also got him a burger on the side. Yeah. And he pounded the whole thing. Little boy. Now, as for the treat at the end, because again, I did, as if you remember last year, yeah, I said, Marsh, what do you want to get as your cake? And he went with black licorice. Do you want with licorice? That's right. Like all sorts. Mm-hmm. Yeah. We made a tower of all sorts for him because that's what he wanted. My daughter was pissed <laughs> she was so angry we got a cake opportunity yeah. and the kid went all sorts on us she was furious with him last how year. did you do this has the has the palate developed in terms of his dessert taste i'm happy to say it has he went with a standard chocolate cake this year okay okay not bad standard chocolate cake now, did you have a parking lot frosty while you were picking up the Wendy's fees for the family? Did you have a little private frosty time before you got home? You know what's funny is that my mm-hmm. wife actually went and picked it up because the oh. the England and um, Italy oh, game was on. Still, still on. So you were, so, yeah, you were locked in. So I was watching that, and guess gotcha. what? Huh? She had a parking lot frosty. Oh, a lonely, she a lonely scooped mi- up a frosty. Jeez, I was actually. With all the single dads around watching there? I was a little turned on, kind of, actually. No kidding? Yeah, I was a little like, oh, look at you. <laughs> look at you go. I was excited by it. So uh, he's he has grown up a little bit. I still think he enjoys the all sorts. Yeah. But he has stepped up his game, and he's Did the rest of the on. family a favor and yeah. got an actual cake? Oh, my, yeah, boy, my, Marsh. my daughter was happy with that. There's no doubt about it. So I, I look forward to seeing what next year is. I don't know if he's going to keep jumping around or if he's you know, back to just cake or we'll see. exactly how it's going to shake down. I'm not sure. Taste, but Their tastes change so much at that age, I see. Oh, yeah. like He could ask for tuna casserole for his cake next year for all As I somebody know. has in the text box here. Oh, there you go. Exactly. I mean, you know what Marsh is like. The kid just wants to joke around. So sure. it wouldn't surprise me if he asked for like a can of tuna with a candle in it. <laughs> Troll job. Yeah, honestly. I, think I it's, like it. That's how he lives his life. So. Good kid. 97.7. <laughs>
It's FM. Shelby's not here, Carl. No. I I forgot to take the intro out. Yeah. It was, it was nah. my fault. First day back, eh? Yeah. Oh. I wish. <laughs> Stone cold Shelby Knox. Stone cold Shelby Knox and walk through those doors <laughs> right now. No, we're, we're laughing about it as... Uh, you know, the stage three uh, reopening of Ontario got moved up to the 16th of July. We've got this fire in our backyard. A bunch of, like, newsworthy stuff today. And, of course, it's the day that Shelby's off and yeah. uh, leaves the amateurs here to uh, to cover the news in the best way we can. So, Whoops. Um, if you missed it throughout the morning, we're still keeping an eye on that fire that's uh, on the corner of King Street in Ontario. Uh, the old Welland House building there that's been burning. We've got uh, details on the Facebook page, on the Twitter page. Check those out. Um, I think I, I won't say they have it under control. No, Six ten no. did report that there's no injuries uh, to report from the That's fire, good. which is which is good. Um, but they continue uh, to try and knock down that fire. We've had people spotting it from throughout the whole Niagara region this morning. It's, the smoke's been visible from just about everywhere. Yeah, I just looked out the back window of the parking lot uh, where, like, the black like it was there was legitimate yeah. fireballs yeah. shooting into the sky and. It's it's since slowed down again. I, I you That's know I, I imagine the whole structure is going to have yeah. to come down. And it must. It's it's funny because the time like when you know I, I drove by that this morning uh, twice. Obviously after dropping you, to pick you up and then to drop you off. Mm-hmm. So somewhere between four fifty and when we went on air at five thirty because we get we started getting text messages almost right at the start of the show. Mm-hmm. So somewhere in that hour, that thing just totally went up. And went up quickly, too. Yeah. We've got a couple things coming up here on the show. Yeah. Uh, first off, we're going to do this shortly after 8 or We're already after 8 o'clock, but in a few minutes' time, we're going to try and get a hold of our winner for the No Regrets Tattoo Contest, Ace and Sword Tattoo Parlor. You're going to be hearing a lot more about those guys, giving $1,000 to cover up a horrendous-looking tattoo. And we do have a winner for that. And I've got some fast and furious reviews coming your way, man. Oh. I I may not have learned how to play the harmonica during my week off, but, buddy, I did some film study. And I took some notes. <laughs> oh, you did? And I got some takes. Look at you. All right. Let's do that in, in 20. But, yeah, let's uh, let's give away $1,000 right after Metallica on Hits FM. All right, 808. It's Monday morning. Uh, all last week we were off, but... If you headed over to our website or checked out our Facebook page, we had a contest going on with our friends, and we want to well, try to just liven up somebody's <laughs> life a little bit. Carl. We want to clean something up a little bit. Ace and Sword Tattoos, uh, you're going to hear a ton about these guys in the next little bit. In Burlington, they've done great work and been doing great work for a long time. Some great artists over there, too, and looking at some of their stuff. Wanted to offer up a chance, a 1000 bucks to cover up a tattoo that somebody might not be so happy with. And ton, ton of submissions came through. I was going to say, I was looking over the submissions, and <laughs> I wish we could help everybody because there is some rough, rough yeah. stuff, man. But uh, we did have a winner. Our uh, our dedicated Ooh. promo team sifted through. <laughs> Our winner is going to be Chris in St. Catharines uh, with a uh, faded, poorly done, think positive tattoo on the inside of his forearm. That is, uh, uh, amateur would be giving it too much credit. Yeah, well, honestly. And it's it's yeah. also like upside down. Yeah, it's, it's not 
It's not good. It's, it's, oh. it's exactly the kind of tattoo that you'd submit to this kind of thing. It, it looks like if he had said to us, and do, do we have his number? We do have a number here okay. for him. Try and give him a buzz. I'll, we'll call him in a few minutes yep. here. I don't want to catch him off guard. But um, it looks like as if, have you ever seen those pictures where someone's like, oh, I got my kid to draw me something. And then yeah. I had the tattoo artist, you know, <laughs> it, it looks as if it was that, but worse. Yeah. Like it's really, really poor. I'm curious <laughs> to know who did it. I would love to see what he gets done to, to cover it. Like, oh. it's, it's, it's certainly, it's an easy cover job. So oh, they'll be able to do something great with it. That part's not the issue. I'm just kind of curious to see what the final piece of work looks like. So, yeah. uh, Chris in St. Catharines, you're a winner. I didn't want to drop your last name on everybody. We're going to try and give him a call and uh, see what we can do here. Oh, God, it's really bad. <laughs> just <laughs> looking at it again. It ain't great. It's poor, poor, poor. That so, ain't great. Thanks to everyone who did uh, send that in. And Again, tattoo shop. Oh, sorry. Uh, Ace yeah. and Sword Tattoo Parlor. Uh, they are in Burlington. Check them out. Okay. Let's talk with Chris in a few minutes to see where that thing even came from. That's the truth. It's 97.7 Hits FM. Soper and Brown Show. It's 14 Again, big thanks to everyone who did uh, send in submissions for the No Regrets uh, tattoo cover-up contest that we had been running over the last week. Again, I, I wish that you know it, it, we could have helped yeah. everybody. It's, we, it's, might, we might have another opportunity to help some yeah, more folks totally. later in the summer. So totally. stick with us on that. Yeah. But it, it's just tough because it, tattoos are one of those things. I mean, you... If you get somebody really good, you got to stick with them. And oftentimes, it's going to cost you a good amount of money. But it, it, it's you can't cheap out on it. You can't. It's, a tattoo, you can't. Is it what, it's like, is one of the standing examples of you get what you pay for? Yeah, uh, big time. Yeah. Big time, right? And, and there's just so many people who get led down a path and or maybe think they're getting a good deal. And Sometimes you're motivated oh, by it's whatever. Permanent, man. It's yeah. permanent. Well, we got Chris over on line 29. He has a, uh, a Think Positive tattoo that, well, and it's, uh, it's not so great. And he was hoping to get it covered up. Uh, Chris, uh, good morning, buddy. Thanks for joining us. Really quickly, could you, uh, you, you said that it started off as a, as a tribute and, and exactly what happened and who did it? I didn't have the money to do a tattoo, so I got one of my friend's uh, grandma's uh, to do it because she said that she knew how to do it and then she started doing it and then I realized that she didn't know what she was doing. <laughs> like in the middle <laughs> and, of the tattoo? Yeah. And what do you do? You don't cut her off, right? Yeah, exactly. So I just she doing like well finish it now. Was she doing like the stick and poke kind of thing? Uh, no, she has, she got like a tattoo gun off of uh, Amazon. Oh, oh man. man. So, yeah. <laughs> well, pal, we're going to give you $1,000 Worth of a tattoo uh, cover-up situation with our friends, right, Carl? Yeah, from Ace and Sword Tattoos in Burlington, buddy. Uh, they are going to get a hold of you and, uh, and clean that thing up. Well, I, I appreciate that, guys, a lot. Yeah, man. Well, we're happy to help you. I'm going to put you back on hold, Chris. Uh, and, and by the way, too, check these guys out. Uh, I was looking at some of their work. Uh, my wife and I are actually over the weekend talking about mm-hmm. how we want to uh, uh, start booking for tattoos and how things are going to be opening up. Uh, they've got some incredible artists over there, buddy. Yeah, they certainly do. And I I'm, might be looking at uh, getting some stuff done uh, myself. You can uh, mm-hmm. check them out, uh, Ace and Sword Tattoo on Instagram. Maybe the best way to uh, check yeah. out some of their artwork and uh, the people who put in some great, uh, some great labor. Uh, at that spot and Chris we're going to help you out man and if you told me that somebody's shaky handed grandmother did that with the <laughs> tattoo gun they bought off Amazon let me tell you 
I believe you. I would too. But that's when he started telling the story, that's not the direction I thought it was going to go. No. The <laughs> fact that somebody did that with a tattoo gun, are you kidding me? Somebody's Oof, grandma. Ah, she bought a tattoo gun off yeah, Amazon. That's true. All right. Take care of that one, Chris. Let's take a break. And uh, on the other side, we need to wrap this whole Fast and the Furious saga up, Carl. You got your notes? or I got my notes open here. Carl, project. Carl goes to the movies in seven again minutes. and again and again. Southern Ontario's best rock and the Sober and Brown Show, ninety-seven-seven Hits FM. All right, if you've been uh, listening to the show, well, I was going to say last couple of weeks, but we weren't here last week. Uh, <laughs> prior to our vacation, if you were listening to our show over a two-week period, Carl, because mm-hmm. the pandemic has been boring, and <laughs> he's in a new province where he knows nobody. That's oh, right. He started watching the Fast and the Furious saga for reasons unknown. Well, we, we were having a discussion about it uh, uh, on air yeah. with uh, with Shelby, and she was asking us like what our favorite cars were from the series, and I was like, man, uh, I don't really know, like you know, the Charger or whatever, and green one. People were honest about not being car guys or being, you know, ignorant to the cause or whatever. So you know what, I'm gonna I'm gonna choose the route of uh, of of information here. All this stuff is at my my fingertips. So I sat down, and uh, and with my wife, we watched my wife, my wife, the entire Fast and the Furious saga, now, including Fast Nine, which we went to the drive-through for or drive-in, I should say, on Friday. Before we get to that, we yeah. finished up on Wednesday, June thirtieth, before yes. vacation. You had given us a review of Fast and the Furious Five. Five, yes. So, so during my time off, I watched six, seven, I- eight. Hobbs and Shaw, and Nine. I do have an intro (laughs) for this segment. Please. Let's all go to the lobby. Let's all go to the lobby. Do you know how hard it was to find? Let's all go to the lobby. A lot of them were just like remixes where they mix in like rap songs or something. And apparently as of July 16th, you can go to the lobby and get yourself some treats again. The the concessions were still uh, closed at the drive-in on Friday when we went. We got a bunch to get to and you said you you kept some notes. So let's start with number six. Number six. Uh, I liked the Owen Shaw character, the new bad guy. He had this like uh, this like ramp car. It was almost like an F1 style vehicle that would like he would drive under cars and launch them. That was kind of cool. There is a scene at the end of this movie where a massive like cargo plane lands on like a runway or an army base, and this plane and this scene goes on for I think at least twenty minutes. And I need to know, how long was this runway? How really? long was this this thing, this plane, at like full like launching speed, takeoff speed, drives down this base for years, years okay. on end. Years. It was insane. So how was the movie? Give us. A I'm going to give it a five and a half out of ten. Okay. It was okay. definitely ridiculous. The, it was fun to have a different setting. I was into it. Uh, Fast Seven. My is this, notes. Is this the Paul ahead. Walker like the last one before he passed? Uh, Fast Seven. He passed away during the filming of okay. Fast Seven. Okay. So I've got uh, some notes here on that Fast Seven. Hey, Kurt Russell. Very cool. Huh. Kurt Russell joins the uh, joins the franchise. Carl's had I a was, coffee with Kurt Russell. I, was on a, I have had a coffee with Kurt Russell. Nice guy. There. <laughs> once again, there's a scene at the end of this movie where Dom Vin Diesel's character 
has like a horrendous car crash, like a parking garage collapses around him. And Brian, Paul Walker's character, who was a police officer in earlier films, is providing him with legitimate CPR when uh, Letty, the Michelle Rodriguez character, like pushes Brian away to, I don't know, cuddle and reminisce Dom back to life. And what? of all the scenes that made me upset in this entire series, moving the qualified CPR attendant away from him so you could, like, cradle Dom and talk about family him back to life was one of the most annoying things I've ever family. seen. But hey, Kurt Russell, 6 out of 10, Fast 7. Whoa! Fast 8, there's a submarine. Super cool. Charlize Theron has very distracting dreadlocks throughout the entire film. Oh, she's an absolute babe. Not Just in this film? insanely distracting dreads throughout the whole film. Five out of ten. Five out of ten. I gotta tell you, up next, this is my favorite of the series. No. Hobbs and Shaw. What? I actually, wa- I actually watched the script's National Spelling Bee before I watched this, which was a hell of a Friday night. Uh, spelling me into Hobbs and spelling Shaw. Spelling me into Hobbs and Shaw. Uh, Ryan Reynolds is in this for a quick moment. Oh, really? R- Rob Delaney's in this for a moment. Kevin Hart pops into this for a moment. I actually had some legit laughs. Roman Reigns is in this for a moment for WWE fans. Like just the the dumbest action you can imagine. I'm going to give Hobbs and Shaw seven out of ten. This is my favorite of the whole bunch. Seven out of ten. I wow. laughed. I laughed unironically a couple of times. Like, not just, like, that scene was crazy and I'm laughing at Like, actually got a laugh out of me. So, so this Hobbs and Shaw, 7 out of 10. Stars The Rock. It's got Roman Reigns in it. Mm-hmm. This is a, The Rock and Jason Statham working together as Hobbs and Shaw. wrestling yeah. fan, Mark. Mm-hmm. That's incredible. Finally, we went to the drive-in Friday night. We saw Fast 9. Explain to everyone how you went, though. <laughs> Please, this is the best part. We brought Walt. Yeah. We brought Walter. The whole family went to the movies. Family. It's about family. But I was actually talking about the radio setup. Oh, <laughs> this is great. So, again, because like we're I've got the the new vehicle, the the radio thing kicks off. I actually time I I timed it to see what it would do cuz you know, you turn on the you you turn the key kind of halfway and all your stuff would work, right? Yeah. This is a push start and I tried the radio thing and it kicks off after like 3 minutes. I timed it. So Chelsea and I went <laughs> to Seaway Mall in Welland to like their like, like a, uh, a radio shack or a source or something like that and bought uh, a handheld radio, a battery powered hand radio, grabbed an aux cord and hooked that to like my great Bluetooth speaker that I have for the house and set that up in the car. So we had our little surround system in there. We had dog with us. We had uh, some snacks and all that good stuff. The only unfortunate thing was really humid on Friday and raining a bit. So I had to like run the defrost and like run the wipers. So I didn't get to engage as much as I wanted to. I was was kind of fiddling around with stuff. And I got to tell you, right at the end for the last 20 minutes, the dog let out some heinous farts in the car (laughs) and it really ruined the experience. John Cena was in it. Apparently is Vin Diesel's brother. Okay. Anyways, not bad. I'm giving it a five out of 10. They went to space. <laughs> Wait, what? Yeah. No. Well, I don't want to spoil too yeah, much Yeah, okay, more, yeah, you're right, you're but right. But just, they went to space. Yeah, someone's someone's accusing you of spoiling the entire movie. I don't think you've spoiled what any you movie. spoiled the entire movie? Yeah. I don't you think don't know was... John Cena's in it, and that he's like part of the thing? No, they wrote that a few minutes ago. I think maybe a different movie, but I don't think you've... The really other movies made. have been out for a long time. Yeah, you gotta How do How long do you want the spoiler embargo set? Yeah. I kept <laughs> the details loose on Fast 9. The rest of them are on demand. Sort it out. 
You know what? You've kind of hooked me with the space thing, though. You go to space, man. Oh, man. All right. <laughs> so, worst of the bunch? Tokyo Drift. Best of the bunch? Hobbs and Shaw. Movies that were actually enjoyable and you would recommend watching? Uh, one. I would watch the first one. Uh, six. Like, six, seven, and eight are all pretty fun. They're fine. Yeah, like because it, it gets it gets far past the point of like any reasonable activity at that point, yeah. it just goes crazy. So I'd go from there. Yep, oh, going to space. All right. What an experience that was. You know, you know what? At the end of it, uh, I do. I get it. I like. There's wow. comfort in those characters, and there's comfort in the films. I I kind of get it at the end of it. Throw away the so LP. Soper and Brown show. It's ninety-seven seven hits FM. Man, Hobbs and Shaw taking number one in the Fast Saga. My, uh, I gotta be honest, I didn't see it coming. My least favorite character after watching, uh, you know, ten of these films, including Hobbs and Shaw, Tyrese. Oh, really? Talk about shoehorning in a joke, and just like at every, like just the most like clumsily shoehorned in jokes. (laughs) I could not believe it. Every movie, I I I liked him less and less. Really? Yeah, incredible. Oh man! Well, uh, Hobbs and Shaw coming at number one for you. Yeah. Which Seven out of ten. I really, really wouldn't have guessed. And <laughs> and you you say at the end, you yeah. kind of get it. You're get okay it. with the franchise. Yeah, yeah, I, I get it. I I totally I understand like like the comfort, the familiarity, the silliness, the family, the family themes. Yeah, like it all kind of ends the same way. Like it's all, it they're fine. It's I totally I totally get it. The f- the family memes were oh, the best goodness. part about last week. They've been outrageous. <laughs> oh, they've been so great. If you know, you know. Yeah. The the memes are great. Be honest, because somebody texted, and, and yeah. I also am curious about this. How stoned were you when you watched Hobbs and Shaw? You said you watched it on a Friday night after the spelling bee. Uh, not at all. Oh, no? No. I figured no, that I think was I, why I think you I split it. it between, I watched part of it Thursday night, part of it Friday morning. I think is where we split it. Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah, Thursday night, Friday morning, because yeah. then Friday we were actually at the drive-in for oh, the, uh, right, 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 for Fast right, right. Nine. Yeah, so no, no, I wasn't, uh, I wasn't stoned at all. Wow. I just enjoyed it. Wow. Yeah, I outright sober enjoyed it. Shook Take that. Absolutely shook. <laughs> okay, let's take a break. Uh, look, I figured this week back from vacation, you want to just jump right into trivia, Carl? Are you gonna put me to the test? I think let's do time? it. Yeah. Fun. Let's, let's put you. It. Let's absolutely put you to the test. Put you in your element. If you've been mm-hmm. waiting to battle Carl in trivia, I will say six minutes from now, we'll give you a shot to play and win. Hold tight. This is Soper and Brown show. Really quickly, and again, don't don't elaborate mm-hmm. too much because people get very upset about Fast and the Furious spoilers. Because yep. well, nope. I'm sure there's so many yep. wild, surprising things that happen <laughs> in that franchise. Theaters open on Friday for yeah. folks to, to go see it. So I don't want I don't want to take anything away from anybody. You did tell me about a space thing. Yes. Yeah, and oh my god. Yeah. You told me about it off air. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know. I'm serious. Everything I said was serious. I can. I thought you were joking. No. Incredible. Legitimate plot points. Incredible. Yeah, okay, man. we are um, we are behind. And uh, my wife yeah. is listening on her way to work right now, yeah. and I know she's so angry. She always crawls up my you-know-what when uh-huh. we get behind on the show. <laughs> and cause, Well, because usually, like, trivia yeah. lands, if we do, like, trivia or Carl versus the world. Usually, usually lands about five minutes earlier than this. Yeah, so she gets to hear on the way to work. Whenever we're behind, she's now going to miss it because she's going to have to go into work. <laughs> oh. So... 
They'll have to listen to the podcast, Chelsea. That's right. Uh, We're back with trivia this week. Huge thanks to Nick Rizzi, who actually drove up some questions today because his uh, internet was down. Thanks, Nick. So appreciate it, buddy. But let's get two of you right now. We have $100 worth of vouchers for the Lotto Max draw. If you want to battle Carl Brown in his element. 27 Schmill. Ooh, 905-688-9797. Let's take callers callers 8 and caller 9 right now. It's time. It's time for Carl versus the world. On 97.7 Hits FM. And this week with Carl vs. the World, we're going back to uh, trivia. Show us your region. Carl's specialty. My favorite. You are, oh, by the way, too, you're playing on behalf of uh, Old Palavars, a guy that we helped marry last summer, Mr. Oh, Dozer. Dozer, right on, buddy. Uh, Dozer. Uh, he's do what I can be, for you. Uh, he's sitting on hold. Waiting to win that $100 worth of vouchers for the Lotto Max draw. That's what you're playing for today. $27 million is the jackpot. Yeah, not quite that 70 and 70 from uh, a few weeks no, back. but Not quite. Who says no to $27 million, right? Yeah, I think there's still you know, there's still something there. <laughs> uh, so you're playing for Dozer, and you're going to be battling Josh in Oakville. Josh, good morning, buddy. How you doing? Good. How are you guys doing? Fantastic, man. Have you, uh, have you played trivia against Carl before? Yes, sir, I have. And how'd you do? Do you remember? Did you beat him? Or uh, I believe the first time I beat him, and then the second time he won for me. Oh, are oh, we talking rubber you. match? Yeah, I guess bit. so. Hell yeah. All right. Three trivia questions each. Uh, at the end of it, whoever has the most points is going to win. They're all multiple choice. So you'll have a chance no matter what. And we'll give you the option to go first or second. What do you want to do? I'll go first. Going first. Setting the tone. I like it. Okay. Carl slash Dozer. You sit tight. And for you, Josh, let's start with a fact about mosquitoes. A mosquito can suck up to .001 liters of blood per bite. Now, assuming that uh, enough mosquitoes could drain a human, how many mosquitoes would it take to drain an average human being? Would it be... 1.2 1.2 million mosquitoes, 2.2 million mosquitoes, or 3.2 million mosquitoes? I'm going to say the second option. I think it was 2.2. 2.2 million mosquitoes. It's incorrect. Actually looking for the lower option, 1.2 million mosquitoes. That's all it would take to drain a human being. That's all. Uh, okay, Carl, can you tell me? Which building, which of these buildings has 102 floors? 102 floors? Is it the Sears Tower, the CN Tower, or the Empire State Building? 102 floors. I'm going to say... I think the Sears Tower is bigger than that. I'm going to say the Empire State Building. You'd be correct. Nice. Nice. Josh. Good good start. In the Dennis the Menace movie, what is Mr. Wilson's first name? Is it A, Howard, B, George, or C, Carl? I believe it's George. And I believe you're correct. Yeah. Oh, you knew that one too, Carl? I knew that one, yeah. Oh, look at that. Okay, you're on the board, Josh. Had a boy. I knew it wasn't a cinema, Carl. (laughs) That might have been the most famous Carl. Maybe. Um, 
All right. What Brown, at the end of the movie Speed, mm-hmm. what fictional plane company does the bus crash into at the end and explode? Come on. Oh, which, by the way, uh, spoiler alert, I apologize. The guy who was upset about the Fast and Furious stuff. <laughs> he may not have seen Speed yet. Pissed off about that. Yeah, Keanu makes it. What was the plane company? Was it A, Pacific Courier, B, American Atlantis, or pardon me, American Atlas, or C, Central Airlines? I have no clue, mm-hmm. uh, but because the I believe the film takes place in Los Angeles... I'm going to say it was a, a had a Pacific something in there, didn't it? Pacific, Pacific Courier. Courier. I'm going to go A Pacific Courier. Look at you deducing it. That is, is that correct. Right? Incredible. <laughs> because you knew where it took place. Ooh, Incredible. That brain's still working. Hot start. Um, okay, well, Josh, that means you have to get this correct to stay alive, pal. Yep. Got to stay alive and tell me. What was the name of the elementary school Billy Madison goes to in Billy Madison? A. Hasman Elementary School. B. Oxford Elementary School. C. Webster Elementary School. Uh, I guess I will say C. Webster Elementary School. He's still alive, folks. That a boy. Okay. Carl Brown to go three for three, or we're going to a lightning round. Got to go three for three. Who is mm-hmm. Pietro Ferrero? Was he the very first Ferrari owner? Is he the creator of Nutella? Or was he the builder of the ship that sailed Christopher Columbus to America? Mm-hmm. Uh, I don't think it's the Columbus one. I think it's one of the other two. It was either Ferrari or Nutella. That's right. I don't think he was Ferrari. I'm going to go process of elimination on this and say he was the uh, he's the Nutella man. And you are the champion, man, because that is correct. Ah, uh, Josh. I mean, dude. Oh, my skin. whoops. Flawless. I didn't mean to hit that one. <laughs> Thanks. Uh, uh, <laughs> Josh, look, two out of three usually would uh, get you a win or at least get you to lightning round. But what do you do when Carl gets a perfect score, man? I'll be back. All right. I hope Thank you do. You, it was it was a hell of a uh, rubber match, but we'll let you go. Cheers, buddy. Thanks so much for playing. Uh, and let's welcome in uh, let's welcome in our winner. It's Dozer. Dozer, good morning, buddy. You got yourself some vouchers here, pal. Oh, awesome. Last What's time that? Carl played for me, he didn't do so good. Oh, <laughs> But call I'll take Carl uh, any day of the week over doing it myself. Call it my anniversary gift to you, Dozer. <laughs> Thank you, sir. It was around. It was around this time last it year. Was in, uh, June it was 19th. in June. Well, June nineteenth. Yeah. Look at you. He remembers his wedding date and everything. <laughs> oh, I hope so. It's only been it's just over a year. Yeah, that's true. I was like, we'll ask you in year ten. Okay. Wait. Yeah, do we- I, I remember because it's like just barely a month before my birthday. Oh, okay. Yeah. That's the only reason you remember. Yeah. <laughs> the Silver and Brown Show. 97.7 Hits FM. Secondary dub, Big Carl with the actual. Mm-hmm. Nice start the week as we'll uh, do trivia right throughout the week. Three for three. Hell of a start for you, buddy. Yeah, fun to have it back, man. I think uh, I think I tanked on some Florida headlines on the way out on, as we had to vacation. So good to get back in the winning column. And uh, another chance for Hits Nation to pick up a win here. 
as we've got some prizing to give away with uh, with Open Mic. Do you want oh. me to get through this now here? Yeah, yeah. What are we giving away this week? This is cool, man. Hits FM presents Bar Down Beer Fest at Taps Brew House on September 4th. What? Live music. Live music and beer. You, you shut your mouth. The Jailbirds, Sons of Butcher, the Mandevilles, Jailbirds. Mono. <laughs> Sorry, keep Mon- going. Mono Whales and more. Sounds like Stick a with name us. from our band names. <laughs> it does. Stick with us all this week. We're going to put uh, the best question. We're going to put your name yeah. and a plus one on the guest list to check out Hits FM presents Bar Down Beer Fest at Taps Brew House on September I, 4th. I almost want to cry hearing the words <laughs> beer fest and yeah. live music. Yeah, Hits FM presents is enough to just about get you there. All right. So as Carl said, let's do another round of best question. We'll do it every uh, all day this week. Or, or pardon me, all week at all this, week this time. I'm too excited. <laughs> all week at this time, 9 o'clock. Best question for open mic. Start sending them in now. Look, it's the first day back from vacation. What do you want from me, all right? Get it together. <laughs> uh, send in all the questions right now. We will go rapid fire. Best question, according to, I don't know, us in the moment, is going to win. 977-977. Send them all in, and we'll get after it in seven minutes. Let me know. Who is this? A huge ass. Is this two people on the line? No, I don't do no party line. <laughs> all right, 977-977. All this week, we're going to play Best Question because there is a beer festival with live <laughs> yeah. music just around the corner. What? Live what? music and beer returning to Niagara. A uh, chance Come to on. win your way into uh, Hits FM Presents Bar Down Beer Fest at Taps oh, Brewhouse on FM September presents. 4th, yeah, it's FM Presents Whoa. Music and Beer, September 4th. You can get your name on the guest list and a plus one if you got the best question here it for open mic. just moved, Carl. Speaking of moved, are you guys cherry men or peach boys? <laughs> now, I'm going to assume this is about fruit. Oh, yeah, okay. I'll take the assumption. Okay. I think I'm a peach boy. I am a cherry boy. You're a cherry boy? I'm a cherry boy. For cherry season? Yeah, yeah. I'd, if I had to choose one, I would go cherry. I like like cherry topping on stuff, but if I'm going straight to a, you know, if I'm at a roadside stand and I got three bucks and three bucks only and I'm getting either peaches or cherries, like I'm getting peaches. Yeah? Yep. Mm, cherry boy uh, me. Uh, if you guys switched bodies for a day, what's the first thing you would do as the other guy? Oh, I would sleep. I would scratch my ankle. <laughs> I know what you would do. Yeah. You do a little game with the quarters you were telling me about this weekend. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> I can't believe you just... That's what you'd do. See how many you could fit in there. <laughs> oh, man, that caught me off guard. That caught me off guard. All right. Back, oh, yeah, I would do that. Back on track. I bet you the answer is three at least. If you could go anywhere in the world, How many all expenses that? paid, where would you go and why? Oh, the person's right. I would burp, actually. Soper would burp. <laughs> yeah. You're right. That's yeah. the answer. You'd burp? I I'd, would... go for, I'd go for a run. I'd... Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That's funny. I, I, would, I would burp, and then I'd see how many Cheerios I can fit in my, you know, 
<clears throat> Belly button. Mm, sure. Uh, if you can go anywhere in the world, yeah. all expenses paid, where would you go and why? Mm. Well, I would have said the UK before, but they, it looks like they just <laughs> destroyed their area. So, I would go. I would do like Australia or New Zealand. Yeah. What? Do, I mean, what's the most? Ex- if I'm going to go all expenses paid, I'm getting my money's worth. So, what is the most expensive place that I can fly to? It's a good point. Right, Mars. <laughs> I'm going to Mars. Yeah, there it is. Looks pretty dry. There's yeah. parts of Australia that kind of look like Mars, honestly. <laughs> um, so yeah, I would go. I go down into. I want to do a UK. Like I want to do like a you know like England, yeah. like Ireland, Scotland. Like yeah, I'm interested go, in that. Go so. somewhere where the Canadian dollar doesn't go very far. <laughs> go, go somewhere where the conversion of an all expenses uh, paid would help you tremendously. Uh, if you could play any character in the Fast and the Furious franchise, which character would you play? Tell me one of them that can you tell me which one of them goes to space or um, which okay I, without because again people get all pissy about spoilers. Well, there's which, two characters that go to space what, and it's it's uh, well, just we, don't say don't don't bother saying it. But mm-hmm. that character that goes to space is the one I choose. Okay, there you go. I would play. Who would I play? Maybe Kurt Russell's character. Yeah. Yeah, he's kind of like the Invisible Hand. You know what I mean? Actually, I'm gonna be the Rock. Bitch, he's got go. a hog. A Hobbs. Yeah, Hobbs. Hobbs. Oh, His last name's Hobbs, oh, not Hobbs. Yeah. Let him eat there. Gotcha. <laughs> what do you got on your side there? Gotcha. I like this one. You're standing in front of 60,000 screaming fans. Yeah. Are you lifting the Stanley Cup or setting down your guitar after your last encore? Oh, I'm lifting the cup. Yeah, I want that celebration after. Man, I'm that's, lifting the cup. That celebration <laughs> after? Yeah. I always watch the Stanley Cup celebration, and I always think, I'm like, what would you, like, if I had the thing... It would take all my power, like, not to skate into the corner, put it on the ground, and just hold it and cry for a minute. I'm like, everybody's skating around all happy. I'd just, yeah. like, I'd skate away from the pile. <laughs> Lay down, cuddle it. Here. I can't <laughs> believe we did it. <laughs> all right. That. Save that for your day with the cup. I Look, for best question, I yeah. think we should do the Switch Bodies one. All right. Mostly because I got to talk <laughs> about things I'd put in your foreskin. <laughs> You text us. The Silver and Brown Show, 97.7 Hits FM. All right, Carl Brown. Before we get Ooh. out of here, pal, what did we learn on the show today? First day back from a little vacay. Yeah, man. We learned that, uh, well, we learned that we still got it. I mean, that was obvious uh, to anybody obviously. who listened today, for sure. Uh, we learned that video game records were falling by the day this weekend. Uh, I came in with a story about a Legend of Zelda uh, original NES mint condition video game that sold at auction for $870,000 on Friday, which at that time was the most expensive video game ever purchased. But it was quickly informed Uh the the record was broken on Sunday as somebody bought a a Super Mario 64 uh, cartridge in the box uh, at 9.8 on the uh, rating scale, A++ grade, sure. about as perfect as you could be in terms of conditioning, for $1.56 million. You like that? You like that? Disposable income, folks. Some have it. <laughs> wow. Uh, Marshall's B-Day was yesterday. We learned that his uh, dessert taste has certainly increased. There's no black licorice this year. He moved to a chocolate cake. Yeah, he's he stepped up his game. His sister was very excited about that. <laughs> she was pissed off last year. <laughs> we learned about our No Regrets tattoo winner, which was uh, Chris from St. Yes. Catharines. Congrats to Chris. You're going to get that uh, Stay Positive tattoo uh, cleaned up, courtesy of our friends at Ace and Sword Tattoo Parlor. Check 
check them out. They do some great work, man. Really, look them up. They they got some good stuff. We learned about my Fast and the Furious reviews as I've now seen all films in the Fast franchise, including (laughs) Fast 9, which I checked out at the drive-in on Friday. You can listen to the podcast and get my full rankings on there, that podcast, iHeartRadio, wherever you find your podcast. Most of all, we learned that uh, a significant building very close to the White House of Rock has basically burned to the ground this morning. Holy hell, man. Yeah, right. Ontario Street in downtown St. Catharines. Yeah. I, people were seeing the flames from the QEW. It, it's right behind our building. I went into the parking lot when it was like majorly on fire. You could hear the wood splintering. Yeah. This nice. is uh, Ontario and King Streets. Uh, the, it's, uh, the older, it's a hotel there that has been uh, empty for a long time uh, no injuries reported which yeah. is which is great news um but uh i believe they're still uh you know working on on knocking that fire down i don't know what the closures look like around there but uh you may be walking home today good sir I'm yeah not sure if i can get over there to to grab you and head back your way so you might have to pursue on foot hey tomorrow on the show there's a couple of things i want to get after here to yeah. set some people up we're about to play the Littlest Hobo sign-off. Oh, yeah, we didn't get to this today. We have to talk about this tomorrow. Yes, we do. Because we we were reached out to yeah. by the man who created the Littlest Hobo theme. The guy who wrote the song for the show. Because Hits Nation's been reaching out to him. People have been tagging him and stuff. We, we'll get after this tomorrow because I, oh. we've got to get this guy on the show. Think- yeah, and it's got to be a prime. We got to hit like prime time with this. Oh, it's one time. of the coolest things. Oh, I can't believe it. Guy the, reached out. The other thing I want to do is I want to do a little Soper and Brown science. <laughs> I told you a little bit about this off. Yeah, is this the the jarring and fermenting thing? Yes, that mm-hmm. might be one of the dumbest ideas. It's some juvenile stuff here. that I have thrown out there, <laughs> but I am curious. And I don't think it's ever been done. Hmm. I think this would be a first time ever in radio, and maybe the first time ever it's been done. And tell me I'm wrong, but I think Hits Nation would be on board. I think they're going to be on board. I think they're going to be on board, right? They might want to contribute to the jar, actually. Let's let's break down the idea. Yeah, yeah. Some major Soper and Brown science, and we'll get after that on the show tomorrow. All right. Great to be back. Brown, you enjoy the rest of your day. Will do. Hits Nation. We'll see you tomorrow, party people. Broadcast. Really good. Everyone on the floor as well. Really a lot of hustle. I liked it. Silver and Brown on 97.7 Hits FM.